Hello, you're listening to the Skylight Books podcast series. We are a general interest independent bookstore located in the Los Feliz neighborhood of Los Angeles, California. This year, because of the coronavirus pandemic, we've had to close our store and cancel in-person events. But Skylight is your neighborhood bookstore, and we are finding ways to create community even while we're far apart. In the coming weeks, we'll be putting out lots of new audio content to help you discover new books, connect with authors, and check in with your favorite booksellers. To learn more about how you can help keep Skylight alive, please visit our website at skylightbooks.com or check out our social media accounts on Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to the podcast on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to Skylit. This is the Skylight Books podcast series where we bring you conversations with authors all over the world during COVID times. Um, we are super excited today because we've got kind of a local interest book, um, and, and it's something that's particularly interesting to me. Um, it's a book all about abandoned and historic buildings here in Los Angeles, and specifically uh, also neon signs, which is kind of one of LA's calling cards um, for our architecture. We, we, love, we love the neon here. Um, and I'm really excited to hear uh, our author talk about this. Um, I'm going to introduce him and his conversation partner in just a minute, but I want to say a few things about Skylight first. Um, right now, we're open every day from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. for in-store shopping with a mask and social distancing. Uh, we're also doing curbside pickup those same hours every day, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And we are open for online orders at our website, skylightbooks.com. Um, keep an eye on our social media because we are going to be expanding our shopping hours and we're also preparing to reopen the Arts Annex, which has been closed for many, many, many months. Um, so lots of cool, exciting changes happening as we prepare for the holidays. We want to make sure we can um, get you all the best books for your gifts, for all the people you love. And we want to make sure that you get those early. So uh, I know I'm like banging this drum in every single episode right now. I'm so sorry if you've heard it over and over again. But shop early, shop local. Um, make sure you, you know, put in orders for books that you want now um, to make sure that you get those copies ahead of the holidays because we're anticipating all kinds of craziness. Um, you know, I have to do the obligatory uh, astrology outlook, which is that today Mercury has entered retrograde. It's going to be in retrograde through November 3rd, um, <laughs> shockingly. So, you know, expect a lot of delays, confusion, miscommunications, um, you know, all the stuff we've been dealing with for the last eight months, but uh, turned up to 11. So uh, yeah, make sure you get those books in your hands early. We want to make sure you have them and um, that everybody you love gets the presents you want to give them. All right, so without further ado, I'm going to introduce our guests. So today we have on the podcast Jason Horton. Um, he is the author of Abandoned and Historic Los Angeles. He is a New York native who has lived in Los Angeles for almost 15 years. He's a writer, comedian, seen on Comedy Central, True TV, the film The Thinning, New World Order, and over 1 billion video views online, as well as performing stand-up comedy in both the U.S. and Europe. Jason also co-hosts the podcast Ghost Town and hosts the podcast Strange Year. He is obsessed with filming locations, historical landmarks, abandoned places, and of course, Los Angeles. In conversation with Jason, today we have Rebecca Lieb. Rebecca Lieb is a writer and comedian who performs stand-up all over the country. She hosts her own surrealistic horror storytelling show, Haunted, and co-hosts the podcast Ghost Town. Rebecca's writing can be seen in Vice, Reductrist, LAist, Los Angelino, The Rumpus, LA Weekly, Thought Catalog, Art, etc., and on Na National Geographic, NBC and NBC Digital, Disney, and CBS. She worked on James Patterson's Murder is Forever on Investigation Discovery, and most recently she is working as a writer-producer on National Geographic's Brain Games. Jason and Rebecca, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for oh, having thank us. You. Thank you. And Rebecca, did you notice that so I, I I wrote your I rewrote your I cobbled together your bio to give me more like street credit? 
So I, I let all, I, I made sure all the name us. dropping. I wanted to give myself more value. So I, no, I submitted your bio and uh, no. made it uh, and made it. So I'm attaching myself to your success. Please do, because if, if, if we're up to me, I would not send any bio. I would give my Twitter handle, which I haven't been on in two years, and we'd leave it at that. So thankfully you did this work and not me. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited. I'm such a huge fan of, of Skylight. Like it's such an honor to be here and to really get into it with Jason on stuff that we don't usually talk about on the podcast, which is very exciting. I love a podcast crossover. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Big fan. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I, I mean, I have a bunch of questions for Jason specifically, but uh, if he wants to start, I can kind of hop in. You know, I'd say, you know, sp- you know, the, we host a podcast called ghost town and mm-hmm. i think this book is, is really adjacent to that and i think maybe without the podcast the, the wheels would not be in motion for a, a book to happen and i've always just always been so impressed with people that put out books for better or worse you know, <laughs> not whatever the book is because there has to be so many st- even the, the the worst book out there so many steps had to happen for it to be made and and printed and and sent and in your hand and i've always been impressed with that so uh and i was just like i i've always kind of fantasized about like i was like oh i was like i wish i could have a book and i you know rebecca and i were in a meeting at a very large agency about the podcast and i mentioned i i wanted to do a book and they were like oh well it'll be easier for us to just do a tv show and I was like, no, but I, but you don't understand. I want yeah. the thing. I want the thing b- below the TV show. Uh, yeah. And I think from there, I realized that it was going to have to. It was really going to have come down to me and uh, you know getting it out there. And I didn't want to self-publish only because I don't know how. And I, maybe I'm just too old to to figure all that out. And and uh, luckily. Uh, the Arcadia Publishing and Fontel Media reached out, I think kind of adjacent to the podcast because the podcast got a lot of attention and, you know, presented this. And I, I think we were to always and still talking about doing a ghost town book, but I think, yeah. you know, this, this, this wasn't the, this wasn't at that time right for that. But, you know, I love, you know, uh, abandoned places. I love filming locations and I love neon signs. And, you know, we, we do, and I think collect and people probably listening like, yeah, I, I enjoy that too. And uh, I think I thought it just makes sense to make a book, but I, you know, the, the way the publisher makes these, they have a series and it's great series, a ton of history and a lot of uh, name, any city or any subset of that city or town there, they have an abandoned book on it. And uh, I just didn't want to make a book about, and I want, I didn't want to do a thing where I, I had a picture and then, you know, a, a like a, a working history of that photo, which is interesting. I just knew I wouldn't be enthusiastic about it and I wouldn't be good at it. So I was, and I didn't want to just talk about myself really at all. I wanted it to be about the photos, but but I, I love stories and I love essays. So I reached out to so many people uh, and, and, you know, got a, a lot of really great people and kind of like the arts and, and, and musicians to talk about their LA. And that intercut with the pictures, really, I had the end idea of what the book would look like even way before, way, way, way before it was done. And it really, in for better or for worse, kind of turned out the way that I thought it would <laughs> turn out. You know, of course, I have a lot of hindsight being my first book, but, you know, with, I don't know what the book should be until I had the book, which is kind of a strange, you know, I could plan it as perfectly as I think possible, but... Uh, without actually <laughs> doing it. I can't know. I don't know what I don't know, I guess. And so I think that's kind of from all that. Now, here we are, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's almost two years later with 96 pages of magic, <laughs> with a whole 96 pages. Adulterated of, magic. <laughs> yes. No, but I think you've always been kind of obsessed, uh, if I may, uh, with like an unauthorized history. And I think it, the kind of like, Again, not a, a formalized viewpoint of something, but something that comes from like a collective of experiences and pictures and and all of that. And it's kind of like what we do in our podcast, but this is such a 
specific and and pointed experience of LA signage and LA history through signage and through these places that had this history but has changed, you know, based on on time and where. Um, and I think it's it's so fascinating. It's great. Um, yeah, I think I, I've always wanted I to also ask you, like though, oh, yeah, we yeah, met yeah. Uh, yeah. doing comedy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh no, you you go. We can. Yeah, we can, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, I was just gonna. Uh, I was uh, gonna say, uh, I don't, and now I don't know um, what I was gonna say, but uh, I think, you know, you go. Sorry, editor. I'll listening. go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I apologize. Uh, please cut out the first part before Jason talks. Also, I, I sorry, is Rebecca's kind of break, book. is Rebecca breaking up? Yeah. Yeah, right. Rebecca, are, you're, you're breaking up. Are you so we met doing comedy, doing sketch comedy and improv comedy um, at a bunch of different places. And I think we knew each other initially as comedians. Where did the abandoned, and then eventually doing the podcast and getting more into a kind of a strange history uh, comedy relationship. But where did the interest in, in signage and abandoned places come from initially? I kind of ask myself that, like, why am I interested in something that is really kind of off the beaten path of anything else I've been interested in, uh, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, music or comedy or, you know, whatever. History has kind of always been there, kind of underlying, but that, they really didn't go hand in hand initially at first. And it's almost like a thing, it's like, why do I like the taste of, chocolate ice cream. I just, I, mm -hmm. I don't even know why. And then I realized it kind of really started is I grew, when I grew, where I grew up in New York, you know, maybe like that's an hour outside of New York City, there's just so many historical landmarks with, you know, with George Washington's last camp. Then you had uh, the, uh, where uh, FDR lived and all these like really great historic places and so many uh, landmark, uh, pla like placards, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and because of that part of, of New York, it was settled way before, you know, the, the, the West Coast. So I think I always went to a lot of historic things. And I've always mm -hmm. been obsessed with reading these, this information. And then I really became interested in uh, historical locations. And then from there, when it came to the magic of watching TV or movies, or album covers, I was like, hey, where did they film this? And what is it like now? And how do I feel standing in that spot? You know, mm -hmm. taking up that space where something so iconic happened. And even as like a, watching Three's Company as a young age, I'd be like, oh, what, what is there? What's California? You know what I mean? Like what's, I didn't even know if I realized it was Santa Monica, but I was like, what is that like? And, and, and what is it like to be there now? And I think, from that, and that, that was way before we did the podcast and way before I thought about a book and I've just always been interested in that. And then I realized, oh, other people are interested in that as well, which is weird. I thought I was not the only one, but I didn't realize there's so many people that are into that specific thing. And then from there, you can't help but notice the history behind it. And then I just really became I just really fell in love with with Los Angeles, and I you know I love New York, and uh, you know I love New York City, and I you know you know grew up working in New York City, and, and being there, and, and that in the music scene, and that, and the nostalgia, which I've always just I love I love nostalgia even before it was nostalgia. Like to me, something <laughs> that was currently happening, I was was treating it like it was nostalgia, but really it wasn't nostalgia until like CBGBs when I was there. I was like, oh wow, I love. I love that, you know, that has nostalgia, but it was still there. And now it's like true nostalgia. So I didn't, I didn't even think I really knew what that was. <laughs> I, I just romanticized all of it, everything. Mm -hmm. And then the idea that something survives is super cool. Like the same thing when you go to a museum, like this old parchment paper is still around. How cool is that? When things, you know, something is a, you know, a, a Burger King and then it's a, a Chipotle, like, it, you know, pretty much turnkey. <laughs> And the fact that things like just managed to 
survive going from one place to the next. And then I, that kind of just translated to like an old sign or a building or, or a restaurant mm-hmm. that was, it's been around since like 1927 or 1933 when so many other things, you know, get, get torn down with the greatest of ease and then historic preservation and, and such. And I think it all, it just, it be, becomes all consuming because there's just so much of it to, to take in. And, uh, you know, you always discover something new and then, yeah, then from there, you know, I think we, you know, we were both doing podcasts and, and I, you know, had success with it, but I, you know, I think it was like, how do we do what we're both interested in? Because, you know, we both are interested in the same thing, but you are way more well-versed in, in LA history and, and haunted things and crime. And, and then I was just like, how do we put this all together and then take our, our dynamic that we've, I guess, invested for free, you know, in mm-hmm. our, our relationship and, and, and dynamic, which is, you know, from what I'm told, it's sometimes hard to, you know, to, to, to make happen. And I was like, how, you know, and then how do we get very rich off of it? Like, how do we yeah, get rich? Yeah, very, and very immediately, rich. How do we buy those Lambos immediately? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, here we are later and um, we're rich. taking the bus. Yeah, we're taking the bus. <laughs> I'm, I'm rich on bus pass. Uh, A long and very clean bus. So yes. we've made it. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that that is all that's very true. And certainly the nostalgia thing, I had that same th- feeling over romanticizing before it even became nostalgic, which is interesting that you say that. Like, like I always felt it was like a hypersensitivity or like, you know, being overly emotional or maybe just like being socialized that way. But I think that that's a really interesting way of, of putting it. But w- what about LA specifically? Because arguably, um, in terms of modern history, you know, it's, it's a much shorter time, time span that we've had um, in Los Angeles, you know, uh, in terms of development, technology, uh, immigration, it's, it's different than, like you said, New York. W- what is it about LA? Well, I'm, I'm here. And I've really, You're here. and and for, you know, for the, and I've lived in, in a couple of different places. Like I lived in San Diego before I moved to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, lived in New York for a, a good amount of my life in New Jersey for a short amount of it and still have family there. But I think it was that thing where I was like, I've never had necessarily like, pro, like where I was like, had like a pride, like an investment in it. And I think mm-hmm. the internet obviously, you know, helps greatly yeah. and it's 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 I still love you know I still love New York and I still romanticize that as well but I think because I'm here and I'm like wh- why can't you know I, I want to invest myself not just a place where I am here to get famous or to do you know uh things that will you know make me a star or or, or fill those needs and I was like I want to invest in these places and understand these communities and it is a a lot easier to digest, like you were saying, when so much has happened in such a short time. Mm-hmm. It, it, I think it's easier to, you know, than a place, you know, like where I'm in New York. Uh, you got to go back to like the 1700s and start there. And I was like, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I can't go back to the 1700s. <laughs> like, I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm having a midlife crisis right now. I was like, I don't have time for 1700. <laughs> but you know, I can go back to I can go back to the 20s and 30s. You know, I can go back mm-hmm. there, you know, you know, even a little bit before, but really for me, it's, 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 it's almost like a greatest hits is happening. And, and I think I, I didn't even know the answers to these questions until I started talking about the book and kind of getting asked these things. And it was kind of forced me to, 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 to kind of like recognize it, but Los Angeles is a place that has so much, uh, there's, so much is on the line in Los Angeles and greater Los Angeles. The stakes are always so high and people come here in droves and the expectations are high and the tragedy and the, uh, uh, you know, fe- the idea of failure is also so very high. And it becomes like this pressure cooker of like kind of almost like a, a wild wild west but a, a modern thing where just so much is happening and I, I think with that it's hard not to be excited you know and, and I remember people mm-hmm. saying even when I was young oh LA doesn't have any culture and I was like oh okay yeah I guess it is just you know Beverly Hills and palm trees and sunglasses and cocaine mm-hmm. or whatever I thought it was <laughs> back in the 80s um I probably wasn't that pretty far cool. off, but pretty cool but it's so much more 
you know, these, 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 you know, neighborhoods, like not everyone moved here to be like, I want to be on 90210. Like that's mm -hmm. people, you know, lived here and, and grew up here. And there's, you know, generations of, of people here that invested themselves in these communities and opening up businesses and, and making it the art and the culture. And not everybody wanted to be a movie star or famous or a rock star. And I think with all that, it was hard for me not to be a little bit obsessed with, you know, mm -hmm. what's the deal with this neighborhood? And, 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 you know, what, what, what makes this place so special? And then like the Valley and like the idea of the Valley, I've always been obsessed with because 80s movies <laughs> and, and, and music, you know, uh, Jos Josie Cotton is, is in this book and she's a singer of one of the songs on the Valley Girl soundtrack. That's what, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's like this it, it really interestingly, like kind of comes from full, cir uh, full circle in that sense. So uh, I, I think it's just because LA, the, the stakes are so high and so much has happened in such a short time. I think it's very easy for me to, to digest, but never ever run out of, of interest and intrigue and really being a tourist in, in my own city, in my own neighborhood, which I think people, you know, looking like a tourist is like the worst thing to people. You just do not <laughs> want to, and I was like, why? Oh, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying something. I'm sorry, I'm not, you know, I mentioned this before yeah. in some articles, you know, I'm sorry, I'm just not like looking straight and like walking towards, you know, uh, this cool restaurant or I have a mm -hmm. business meeting. Sorry, I looked mm -hmm. to the left and to the right and I took a picture of something. And I, I know people ask me like, you know, and I'm like, oh, how long are you, how long are you here? I was like, I've been here for like almost 15 years and like, oh, you're just getting like you're just getting around to uh, <laughs> Musso and Franks. Um, so, uh, but but really is it's I spent a, and I don't know if anyone here lives in Los Angeles or the city that you live in or the town you live in, where you're just getting around to being like, oh wait, I was just going from point A to point B, which happens. You know, you have the jobs and and you have mm -hmm. you know your your daily schedule, but sometimes you don't take the time to be like, huh, that building's been around for a hundred years. I had no idea because I just drove past it and mm -hmm. it was just kind of like, uh, it was just in my kind of like in my rear view or my, you know, side view or whatever. And I, I just kind of stopped and looked around, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of Los Angeles for me. Definitely. Um, and I think that that observational through line is something that's very important and, you know, seeing things on your daily commute and seeing things that you haven't observed or appreciated before is, is something that goes beyond the city of Los Angeles. Um, it feels very, yeah, especially right now, very opportune to, to notice things and, and see how they make you feel in the moment. Um, there is a lot in here and, and your obsession with the Valley is something that I'm very familiar, <laughs> familiar with. Uh, is there anything in the book that you feel, and I know there's a lot of really personal through lines in the book, but a, a place that you're like, oh, that feels the most personal to me. Yeah, and I'm pr I'm a, a couple of blocks from it, and it's it's in the book, and you know, there's, <laughs> there's not a lot. I didn't want to have the book be a lot. I didn't even want to put an author photo in it um, because it's just not. It, well, number one, it's like I don't really didn't like I didn't like have a good one, and I didn't like anything would be either too cool or like you know, like not cool enough. So I kind of was even <laughs> avoiding that, which is probably, you know, because I really wanted to, well, plus I don't want somebody to look at it and be like, ugh, you know, you know, these mm -hmm. you look at it, you're like, ugh. Um, oh man, your, yeah, your author photos is fine. But, it's good. Uh, it's exactly what you want. Yeah. And I, you know, I wanted to be, you know, in, in the neighborhood that, that I lived into. I thought that was kind of important. Yeah. Not that anyone would know that, but and this is, you know, I have a, a, a few essays from my from myself, and I had to really think about like what was important to me. And uh, this is probably going to really show my age, and uh, I suppose my my white guyness, I guess. Uh, and mm -hmm. I'm not, not not ashamed of of it in particular. But uh, I grew up loving the Beastie Boys. Huge surprise from like a kid, <laughs> like you know, for, like since I was a kid and I had the, their, their first record. And I think I tried to shoplift it. Uh, it mm -hmm. was a very stupid idea because well, shoplifting is stupid. And Don't steal. It, and and it, the size of a record is just, is just not, not really conducive to that. But I've always <laughs> been, a, you know, I always loved the Beastie Boys. Like I, they just, it really spoke to, you know, my 14 year old self when their album came out. And uh, it was only a couple of years ago that I realized that the, 
the Beastie Boys lived in Atwater Village, which is mm-hmm. when, you know, I grew up, I was like, the Beastie Boys are from New York. They are a New York group. Everything they do is New York. They don't leave New York, like, or, you know, they mm-hmm. don't do, and then when I realized they lived in Atwater, which is, you know, it's not like if the, you know, and I'm sure they live other places and, 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 and such, but like Atwater Village, like that is such an odd <laughs> specific. And they recorded, you know, like one and a half albums in a studio on Glendale Boulevard. And to me, if I thought, thought back to the time when I was listening to that music, I was like, they they created music that I, in a place that I'm gonna live in in, I don't even want to think about how many years, 30 years, whatever it is, you know, 30, <laughs> you know, 30 something years. Yeah. It's, it's just such an interesting, it's almost like I felt like I was relate, like, it's like, oh, I found out this person was my eighth cousin. It's like mm-hmm. this, you know, and of course I, you know, I've kind of adopted it for myself, but I took it so personally. And I think the fact that they, there's even a, a photo that I was so heartbroken that I never took the photo of, cause I didn't think they were gonna remove it, but there's a sign that says Atwater Village in an arrow on Riverside mm-hmm. Drive in, I guess that would be, I don't know what area that would be, Los Feliz-ish. Yeah, maybe that's Silver Lake? Is that like the back end of Silver Lake? In that area, and there's a very famous photo of them, or famous to me, where they're like uh-huh. hanging off that sign. And I went to go take a picture of the sign to kind of recreate that thing, and the sign was taken down. Oof. I was absolutely heartbroken. <laughs> like, I, I, I'll say I was like, uh, you know, my, my, my wife was with me, because she had to, you know, had to, had to drag her with me to t- take this photo. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, she's like, it's not here. She's like, this is where it would be. And I'm like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. It's got to be, why would the city take this down? This is such yeah. a, an important thing. They're probably like, it's you know, distracting or it's like not, you know, zoning wise, it's not necessary. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think that, you know, in itself, and in fact, somebody reached out to me and they said that, uh, they actually go and work in that studio now and asked me if I wanted to go in the studio. Ooh. They still have some of the, you know, because there's like a basketball court in there. So. And you said, just, absolutely not. I said, <laughs> how much are you going to pay me? Uh, and, and so just like that in particular is, is, and you'll find a very long winded and very romanticized anecdote uh, about that in the book spoiler alert but everything else it, everything else will be it's you know sans another couple of essays will be from other people but i'd say yeah that that is something i definitely um have kind of taken personally to me and i've kind of absorbed that uh, yeah. into myself that's always amazing when you find out you know we record the podcast in uh, in my home uh in echo park and there's so many places that are just like down like i we can't record sometimes because cars are going to visit the Fast and the Furious house, which I have not seen. Oh boy, it's very embarrassing. But that part of LA is so interesting too. Um, all of the, you know, movies and, and culture around us. But not even, you know, that's not even it. I think what you were saying before about about the idea of people coming here and the pressure and the desperation, you know, all the way back to, you know, uh, evangelists coming or people with health conditions or people looking for gold, all of that stuff is, is really bound up in LA's identity as much as the culture is, um, the media culture, I would say. Um, what do you want people to take away from the book, hopefully? Well, I, I want people to, selfishly, I want people to be as excited as I mm-hmm. am about it. And, you know, in the best way, a, a book of photos essentially could do that's that was my that was my attention and and I when I you know when I was putting this book together I did not have a car so mm-hmm. a lot of the photos and I worked with a lot of other great photographers that I you know reached out to and then you know looked through photos and it's just a lot of you know it's a lot of it's a, a lot of curation but a lot of photos for me selfishly I can look at that and be like I know where I was when I took that photo because I circumstantially was there you know mm-hmm. whereas you know, you know, working on other books and such where now I could, you know, I have, I have a car. Um, I'm a grown up uh, now. I have a car <laughs> and uh, I can kind of go out and seek these things out and work on a podcast or other things. Whereas then it, you know, it was kind of like, it's really whatever I ran into, but I, I was kind of hoping there was a little bit of my LA of me just meandering 
and some of that ended up in the book and then maybe people can kind of see things because a lot of it's you know perspective based so they can when i'm looking up at this really cool building that they're looking up at this really cool building and and kind of and sharing it in the in the same thing and you know also it's it's when it comes to los angeles i mean you know, when we we talk about true crime, we talk about uh, haunted Hollywood, uh, we talk about the dark side of LA mm-hmm. is an easy sell. I mean, that's not, sure. you know, it's not like, you know, kind of, you know, haunted Des Moines. I'm sure Des Moines <laughs> might be haunted. I'm not taking away from Des Moines. You're listening. No, I would love to go I there. I would love to visit. Des Moines is very haunted. Okay. So much respect, Des Moines. Des Moines. So I picked the, the, the wrong <laughs> thing. But I, I think, you know, it, frankly, it's a very, you know, uh, you know, abandoned Los Angeles. That's, you know, that makes, it's not like a, oh, really? I didn't realize. I thought everything was going great. And there was just, you know, <laughs> fast cars and everyone mm-hmm. was, you know, 25 years old uh, at yeah. the most. Uh, you, you only live to 25. <laughs> like, yeah, then you're done. done. Mm-hmm. And, and historic. And it's, and what I've also found, in, I wouldn't have known this if I didn't have a book that I was peddling. And mm-hmm. again, I didn't realize when I was making this book, I don't think a lot of people realize a lot of things, but I didn't realize it was going to be, you know, because I think the book was actually even pushed a little bit because it's like, I don't want to sell a book to, it seems so unimportant right now to mm-hmm. be like, hey, uh, you know, things are, are kind of uh, topsy-turvy right now. How about a coffee table book about Los Angeles? <laughs> I felt very like, and, and I talked about this book absolute last minute. I was supposed to be promoting it way before and I just didn't feel, trust me, I love to promote, love to talk about yes. what I'm interested in. No problem with that, but I just didn't feel right about doing that. But eventually I, I you know, I had to do it. And then I think people talked me into like, hey, listen, you worked hard on something. Like, I don't think anyone's gonna, you know, fault you for that. Um, but I, what, what I realized people that had reached out to me that I didn't have some large connection with, you know, mm-hmm. of course, you know, my mother was excited and my family members were excited. Yeah. Um, but people that were like, hey, this seems really cool. Like, we're somebody who wouldn't normally reach out and be like, hey, great, great job. They'd be like, hey, this mm-hmm. is a really great idea. Like, this is something because there's a couple of things. It's not about my musings, like, oh, let me tell you about when I was five or anything like that. And, mm-hmm. and then on to, you know, yeah. 50,000 years later, it's something that is, 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 they can take ownership or maybe somebody who doesn't even live in, in Los Angeles. And they're just like, I, I like to know about the city, maybe not given to me on, you know, from Aaron's spelling. I'm, I'm, I'm totally outdated. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know, or not given to me from entertainment tonight. Sure. Hello, sure. Yeah. Big TMZ entertainment. Style. Yeah. Uh, exactly. No, Tim's is good. That, I, I take, I oh, TMZ. Okay, I'm T- sorry, T- I'm is, is gospel. That's news. Uh, for, yeah, <laughs> that's news. That's the, uh, it's unbiased news to me. But sure, <laughs> I, I think they're getting it from just a person that is enthusiastic about something that's not really greatly benefiting from it, except for the fact that it it it, it happened. And I think uh, it just resonated with with a lot of people. And you know, there's people that did not need to reach out to me. Like I would have never even remembered that I knew them back in an like an ex class. Sure. Um, oh, they haven't reached out because they are very bitter. They are <laughs> yeah, very bitter. Right. I'm kidding. In you fact, and your book of the one like other no. Ones that got away. In fact, mm-hmm. a, a, a a few of them bought it and reached out because I have, you know what I mean. Like I'm a great guy. I have great relationships with everybody, <laughs> and that's the only proof you need. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, but I yeah I think it's just this thing that I didn't realize that people were just really genuinely excited and interested in something where I think we're all kind of accustomed, whether you live in Los Angeles or wherever you live and you create stuff, it's sometimes hard to sell people on what you're, a, a podcast, a, a, a TV script, uh, look at my Instagram, whatever it is, uh, you know, look at my pottery, wh- whatever that might be, it, it's sometimes hard to get people to be interested in it because they're being sold stuff all the time. But when somebody reaches out and is like, hey, this is like super cool, like congratulations, but also, uh, you know, I, I, this is something that, that I would be interested in and I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to pick up a copy. And, and that's something I never really would have thought of because I'm, I think we're so conditioned to, 
you know, you're con- like, uh, no, uh, you know, constantly you have to sell stuff. No one's interested. Mm-hmm. You have to make them interested. Yeah. Uh, well, like, look at me. Yourself. Yeah. You have to force yourself. And, you know, that I think over the years has become extremely tiresome. And especially right now, the last thing I wanted to do is kind of like, you know, kind of laud a book and, and, and make a huge, huge thing of it. And, uh, and how people are going to be like, you know, especially when LA was, you know, was, you know, has, uh, publicly has, you know, had a lot, a lot of backlash. And I was part of that. I was, you know, really disappointed in the city. And I, with also always loving it, but also, you know, it, it has its flaws. And then at that time being like, oh, P.S. everybody, how about a book on Los Angeles? And, you know, in a <laughs> time where people yeah. are like, yeah, the kind of like, honestly, it's probably the last thing I, I, I really want to uh, talk about right now. But, you know, there's, there's people and communities and a lot of really great stuff happening. And, you know, it's it's like I didn't want to let, you know, a, a small group like kind of cl- that whole thing where LA yeah. doesn't have any culture. I didn't want to take that and be like, well, you know, everything in LA is, you know, uh, government and California, you know, even California, the greater California, which I also take, you know, I I, mm-hmm. I, I take personal insult when people talk about California. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, yeah. that's the this pride that I have, this place that I live and I pay taxes and I invest in and I, I spend money uh, in and, mm-hmm. and 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 I put a lot of heart and soul in, so do a lot of other people, and I you know I won't let that I won't let I won't you know I won't let people you know kind of lead me astray from that yeah. and uh, you know but luckily people have been very cool with the book and I think maybe it's a little welcome distraction yeah. and, you know it's not too much to add, you know it's it's like what's what's the last book you read. Oh, I got that answer. Abandoned in historic Los Angeles, neon and beyond. Very easy. <laughs> you know? Wow. Boom. You don't oh, have yes. to make something up. There you up. go. You, you don't have to take this clip from this podcast yeah. and then use it in conversation. It's great. You don't have to it's say great. infinite jest or uh, no. gravity's rainbow. Exactly. Or, or the or, Bible, or, you know? Yeah, you Not anymore. No, now you have this, This, you know. You can Abandoned actually, in historic Los Angeles. By you can tell the truth and, and, and uh, you know, read this and, and it'll have it on just your- Just be honest. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. exactly. So, you're no, that's great. And so in a lot of ways, really uh, counterintuitively, the book is, is for people outside of LA, you know, and the perception of LA and fighting the perception of LA in a lot of ways. Well, you know, the, 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 the publisher, you know, has, again, so many of them. And I think if everyone, you know, well, only people in Memphis are going to care about abandoned mm-hmm. Memphis or, you know, only people in that specific city. Los Angeles is, you know, obviously is a high ticket Mm-hmm. You know, a but also there's probably way more book, books about Los Angeles and of course Hollywood. You know, haunted Hollywood and uh, you know the dark side of Hollywood or you know uh, yeah, the golden I've age got of many Hollywood. of those for but Hanukkah, for I sure. don't think people. I don't think there's too many of them. I think whatever amount there's out there is the mm-hmm. is the right amount because it keeps getting made because it's never. And as we move further from it, we're not. You know, look at. Uh, any show Ryan Murphy puts out, right? It's all, it's everything is a, is a, is a love letter or, or a nod to, yeah. to, to yesterday's Hollywood because it, there's just so much, I don't, it, it's not that long ago and there's just so much to it that's so magical for better or for worse. And I think, you know, people in LA, I think are also very, I'm actually more surprised that people in LA care because they're like, well, I'm already here. Like, Mm-hmm. I'm already, you know, it's like, I don't, I yeah, don't I already it. live amongst these signs. So like, but I think they here. realize that they didn't know that they really they do, did, you know, they, you know, now I think they're like, oh yeah, there is a lot of this, you know, really cool stuff. And, you know, we shared on the mm-hmm. podcast, a lot of, uh, you know, we lead yeah. to a lot of Los Angeles history. Oh and, yeah. And, and, you know, I think for people in LA that might not have known things and there's other podcasts that we've been on and, and, and mm-hmm. there's, things about LA that we're just constantly learning. It's like, I did not know this. And yeah, it kind of blows kind of my mind. Opens itself up to you gradually. Yeah. So I think whether you live in Los Angeles, I think you will, whether it's, whether it's this book or any of the, and really anything else information wise, you know, and people outside of it, I think you're going to, you're going to, you're going to get a little something out of it. And, you know, it's, it's not, it's a, it's not a, a, a daunt, a daunting read or a, no. uh, a tough where it's like a slog to get through. I think it's a very, it, if you want really instant gratification and we all do, 
because um, <laughs> yes, it's the most please. satisfying and the simplest. But I think if you're looking for instant, gratif instant gratification and a really quick fix that you can keep <laughs> going back to, uh, because there's so many, there's so many photos and yeah. from different photographers, including myself, including Rebecca, there's so many words, mm -hmm. including myself, including other people, including Rebecca, uh, that I think the perspectives won't always be one note. And I think if it was just all just me, and that could be fine if I had it, I might've done it or I may be able to do it in the future. But I think with this is you're getting kind of hit from a bunch of different angles. And I'll give an example. This is the only thing I prepared for this. Uh, <laughs> oh, perfect. Because yeah, I'm not good at preparing for things. Uh, is that I really fell in love with Pasadena because of this book, which is kind of strange because Pasadena has always been there. If you didn't know, mm -hmm. it's, I didn't invent yeah. it or discover it. You uh, didn't know. That's true. You're not the mayor of Pasadena. That no, is not I, true. That's false news. I and and I've been there, you know, whether it's like I was filming something there or the 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 ice house there. Is that what is in Pasadena? Yeah. Yeah. We, we the ice house. We've done some shows at the ice house. We've done some shows at the ice a house. Free meat and cheese plate at the ice house, please. Yeah, it's a yeah, a little stand-up comedy. And, you know, the song, The Little Old Lady from Pasadena, from maybe Jan and Dean. Beach Boys. Come on, you yeah. all know. I don't know. I haven't yeah. fact-checked it. But come on, I'm just speaking to the kids here. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, just some current, yeah, current song and, references. Good, good. And, you know, the very, one of the, one of the first people that I got to respond to the many, many people that I reached out to, to uh, contribute to the book, I'm going through it now, is uh, Greg Sestero. I don't know Hell yeah. That's Cestero. Cestero. Yeah. I always feel I like I'm always. Cestero. It's Cestero. Yeah. That's correct. And uh, Greg is in the, I mean, if you want a very LA thing, the movie, The Room, which is mm -hmm. iconic LA. And he wrote the book, an amazing, amazing book, The Disaster Artist. I mean, the movie was. Oh my good. God. The book, read the book. And I was so upset when the book, I remember I was on a plane reading it and I was like, I knew there was only a couple of pages left and I was like, I do not want mm -hmm. this book to end. Um, so uh, I was so thankful, but he, he talks about Pasadena and it's not, yeah. you know, he's told all his wild stories about working on the room and, and, you know, his interesting life, but he talks like so casually lovingly about Pasadena. And I was like, yeah, yeah. What? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like, it's almost like he was talking me into going to Pasadena, you know, check out Pasadena. <laughs> and I've been there so many times. Well, because the architecture, uh, the houses are amazing. Uh, uh, a lot of really great neon. It's such a cool place. And, you know, uh, the movie Halloween, I went to a bunch of the filming locations for, you know, a YouTube video and to talk about podcasts and, and, and such. Uh, a lot of it, you know, took place in Pasadena. So mm -hmm. I've been going back to Pasadena. Uh, I think also just for a little fun fact, the oldest existing In-N-Out burger is in Pasadena. Boom. Really? Free. Did free. you eat there? I haven't. I haven't. I just been doing the research because there is just uh, courting in, it slowly. Yeah, I forget where it is, but there's a replica of the actual first one that's in a little further from there. It's not Arcadia. I, I forget mm. where it is, but there's a replica. Of it's the off first the tent, one. right? Gonna, yeah, it, it's uh, yeah replica. I don't want to say. Buena Park. I, I don't remember where uh, it is, but Baldwin Hills. I think it's Baldwin okay. Hills is the, is the first one. Oh, but right. Pasadena, and, and I've just been there, and I was like, these houses are so, like, the vibe here is so great, and the architecture is so great. Uh, the um, the house where they filmed uh, the uh, Mad Men, the you know, exterior of their awesome mm -hmm. New York house, uh, is there, and, and a bunch of other places. But this book really turned me on to Pasadena, and I got a really great photo of the Rialto, uh, you know, it's been renovated and I've been there since, but the movie La La Land, that's, you know, I love LA mm -hmm. if, when you love the movie La La Land, which Rebecca has not seen. Um, I have not seen it. Um, well, I've only I'm seen sorry. it 11 or 12 times. I'm sorry. I know. This is the, but, I get shamed the most for not seeing La La Land, but someday I'll remedy that. And, you know, there's the, the, the Rialto Theater, you know, which has been in jeopardy uh, on and off in mm -hmm. the iconic theater. Uh, is is in that movie. So there's just, you know, it's just like a really great uh, kind of well-manicured and I can see why, 
you know, a movie like Halloween could be, this could be, you know, the, the fictitious town of Haddonfield, Illinois, or it could mm -hmm. be uh, Don Draper's Austin, New York home, or the many other places. And, you know, this book and, and Greg's contribution to it, and, and everyone's contribution to it, maybe like kind of rethink it because they're telling the story. And, uh, you know, some people I knew and some people I didn't know. And, and I think uh, it, I was kind of getting the benefit of the book as I was making the book and, and you know, mm -hmm. some great photographers that, you know, that if you're interested in the Valley, which I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the. Uh, Count me in. The, the Valley is, it's a, that's another story. That's like the newer, that's like mm -hmm. the, new, you know, compared to like downtown and, you know, my uh, wife, my wife grew up in the Valley and now my, you know, uh, my mother-in-law and grandparents-in-law, is that what it is? Uh, yeah. They, you know, they, they, they live in the, they're not from there, but they, you know, spent, you know, she kind of grew up there and they're, you know, kind of, I don't know what generation there. And, and that's, I also have another investment, obviously, in LA because, you know, because of that. But the Valley is just, when it comes to, if you love neon signs and vintage buildings and such, the, the San Fernando Valley is great. And uh, the photographer that had so many great pictures. And now I'll drive past past some of them. And I'm like, oh, that's in that book that I put out. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm kind of <laughs> seeing that thing. Because uh, now I'm in now I'm in like the next book mode. So now everything's a lot more calculated because now I mm -hmm. know what the end result is. And I think it's easy to ask people to contribute to a book when they're like, well, what is it about? And I'm like, I don't know. I won't know until it comes out. Are you interested? Yeah. And then no response. <laughs> um, no, so, it's very mysterious. Well, it's, it's you know, to, to be fair to the people that have you know, I reached out to a lot, a lot of people had a lot of interest. It was hard for me to explain what it was and you kind of had to take mm -hmm. a chance. And uh, thankfully uh, the people that, um, that did, I, I was very thankful for because I actually was like, I needed words. Like I was like down, you know, a couple of hundred words that I needed to have in there. And, and, you know, the, some photos work, some don't work and, and, and such and things that I'm a little more uh, kind of in tune with right now, now that the book has come out. Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's, very exciting. Um, there's so, yeah, you could do a book about every part of Los Angeles, honestly. And, and except, I think we've, ta we've talked about that. I think yeah. we've kind of talked about maybe doing like a, you know, an, an, an east side of the valley. Sure. Uh, I want you to do a book on Altadena, which I know you have a very contentious relationship with. What, what, what would that yeah, look like? I, well, it's, I think Altadena is very, very haunted. And <laughs> I've had very strange experiences. I mean, it's great. I, yeah. I love it. I think that's also where Phil Spector murdered. Um, I think his home is in Altadena. Yeah. I think. Um, or it's Alhambra. No, it's Alhambra. Yeah. It's Alhambra. Another A. Different. But again, Sorry. different Sorry, story. Different. Sorry, Phil Spector. <laughs> okay, good. He accepts your apology and he thanks you for it. Your respect. Um, I'm a spokesperson from prison. Uh, is he dead? I don't know. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I think that that is a good example, again, not to be in, insensitive about different uh, places' history. And again, just acknowledging that there's a, a lot more history even before, you know, you know, the indigenous people here and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but there, there's so much, like even in this conversation alone, what we've traversed, we've been to many different parts of the city, you know. That's, that's there's really a lot of thing. definitely a lot of surface in the book. Like you know, you'll find some definitely some you know the classics, and uh -huh. uh, I wanted to hit you know because I broke this uh, the how they produced their other books mm -hmm. and how I made mine are different. So we had to kind of retrofit it because I wasn't particularly interested in doing it the way they did because I don't think I would have done a very good job, what? and I don't think I would have as much fun making what it. it how do they usually do it? Uh, they, I think what they do is it's, uh, you know, the photos and it's all abandoned. I mean, everything's historic. I mean, you could throw that at anything, but specifically abandoned, abandoned, abandoned. And okay. you know, the stories behind the photos, which is great. Uh, I, I don't know. How, I, I kind of take in the photo and like, I don't need to read that much. For yeah. me, all I needed to do, and this was very painstaking, is each photo had to say where it was because it would have drove me crazy if I looked at something mm -hmm. and I'm like, where is this? You know, because yeah. it's not broken down like San Fernando Valley. Uh, it's mm -hmm. really, it's abandoned, it's historic, and it's vintage. And uh, there's the Venn diagram of that is, is a lot of crossover. 
So mm-hmm. breaking those three things down was was kind of tough because a lot of them fit in a lot of different things. So I had to kind of you know you know compartmentalize a lot of that. And as soon as I was doing it, I was like, I'm this is just the tip of the iceberg. But yeah. I knew some of these places. If if I was going to do another book in a year or whatever amount of time, some of these places wouldn't exist anymore, and I had to make sure that I captured them and and immortalize them at least for me personally, and hopefully other people enjoy it too. Uh, so uh, th- those are some of the things I had in mind, even making the first book. I was like, I, I could do five more of these and still yeah. only scratch the surface. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's, it's so personal. Like I'm looking at it right now, all of the, the photographs and you know, some of them I have been to with you many a time and others it's like, oh my God, where is that? This could be at such different points in history too. Like it's very, very timeless. Um, I hope people have that same connection with it. Are you getting on the, uh, getting on the video to send us a message? Yeah, I'm thinking uh, this seems like mm-hmm. a really good stopping point. I don't want yeah. to give yeah, everything I away. Not, Please don't yeah, make uh, me keep talking. <laughs> hopefully, uh, yeah, I didn't want Rebecca to have to like think of more questions. Oh like, boy, like, oh. do your type five. Yeah. Uh, um, let's start. The Black Dahlia, she was born in 1918. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I just want to make sure that it's information-wise that kind of covers what you think. Yeah, I think I think this is a great overview, but I I am also now very curious about Altadena. I would like to know Uh-oh. all of the goss, all of the ghosts. Hot goss, all yeah. hot goss. Oh god, hot, hot dead wait. goss. Yes. Uh, oh. Cobb estate. Yeah, you got Cobb estate uh and uh you know the the Marx brothers were uh mm-hmm. like haunted there. They owned it. Uh that's yeah, that's that's all yeah, it's Altadena, right? I want to say Hall mm-hmm. Hall, but that's Altadena, yeah. No, it's and, Altadena. Uh, yeah, because I passed into Altadena, and then I just had some really strange experiences there in a graveyard. Yeah. Not on purpose. I was like, why am I in no. a graveyard? Uh, and and uh, <laughs> But it's it just happens. Anytime I've gone there, it's just been a very, uh, a very sh- strange thing for me. And I've only been there twice. Uh-huh. And two out of two, uh, mm-hmm. I've been a little, I've been uneasy. And I told Rebecca about that, where I was like, mm-hmm. Ooh, that was strange. But yeah. But Cobb, Cobb Estate is where you want to go if you want some weird, uh, weird Altadena. That's a great tip. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Is there anything else, uh, Jason? You want to like bring up or shout out any other little anecdotes you want to share as like a like wrapping everything up kind of a thing? Not, not that I could. I feel like I've kind of said it, it all probably in a different way uh, a whole bunch of times. I mean. You know, the book definitely, it was, the book was, I believe the first one was sold out even before the release date, which I just think the publisher was not prepared to, I mean, we, I promoted very heavily in the podcast is, you know, has a very loyal audience and, you know, I've, I've, I've 10,000 family members, so that's doesn't hurt, <laughs> Yeah. but you know, so pe- there's helps. been a little delays with the books. I mean, a, a skylight, I know I ordered one, you know, for somebody there and, I, and just because I wanted to make sure I'm supporting, like, you know, uh, and I wanted to, you know, see what was going on and then to test all these things. But there's been, you know, a little issue with with getting the books out. But I think people are starting to to get them and they're they're catching up with the uh another uh another repress of it or however that works. I don't know. I just we did all the work, <laughs> we sold the book, we made it, and now uh just gotta take the money from people to um <laughs> to get get them the book. So yeah, that's the best that, that's part. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, but it's hard to sometimes, you know, I've been promoting the book and it's like, people messaging me, he's like, where do I get this book? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, so it's been kind of tough, but I think now it's starting to catch up and I guess there's worse problems to have, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm, uh, congratulations on getting a reprint already. Yeah, um, thank you, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And in the meanwhile, I mean, people can listen to your podcast, right? Like there's, there's yeah. plenty of good spooky oh. abandoned tales going on over there. There's, there's too a- much. There's Honestly. too much, tons it's... of, tons of Los Angeles. It's, 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 you know, we try to like, hey, let's switch it up from, from LA, but I think we, we're actually in We're very LA centric. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there is, there is, there's a lot of different places, but, but certainly like you can see Jason for sure. And my love for Los Angeles within the podcast. And Rebecca is a, uh, a bona fide expert, unlike me. She's <laughs> given tours. That. Well, I mean, I, people have given you money to, t- to talk about yeah, that's Los true. Angeles. That's true. They, so in a very professional sense, like you know what you're talking about. And I, I 
always kind of lean on you for, you know, a, a lot of these for things because sometimes cold I'm hard for, facts for cold yeah. hard facts and the fact that we're kind of living in a place where a lot of stuff has happened and uh yeah so i mean you can get more in, in ghost town i also have another podcast which is not that different from ghost town called strange year it's just bite i pick a year and i talk about a strange thing that happened it might not be abandoned mm -hmm. but it's usually something weird and if you just like want to hear a very short podcast like the wikipedia's wikipedia of a particular year, uh, strange year you might be interested in, and our uh, TikTok has been. Listen, hey kids, um, hey fellow <laughs> kids, uh, our TikTok has been doing very, very well, and yeah. so you, there's just so much content that we have in many different ways to to get. And it's, you go to Ghost Town Pod on a, on a lot of things, uh, and go, GhostTownPod.com, and it's all right there as well. So um, yeah, there, there's just. A lot of us to go around, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, get yours. Since you're both um, LA spookiness experts at this point. Oh boy, yeah. Um, What's I'm, next? <laughs> I'm just curious, like as a final question, why do you think LA is so haunted? Oh boy, um, I can. I, I I think I know. I I have some answers, but. Jane, you can you can start if you would like. I you know I, I kind of go back to because somebody else I was on another podcast and it was specifically about haunted stuff and I asked about why LA and I, I kind of echoing what I was saying before. Uh, history is very truncated time wise, so there's a lot going on in a short amount, relatively short amount of time, and then you are in a place where dreams die, where uh, um, desperation is at its zenith. And when you have all that and you have excess and you have fame and you have attention and, and you have so many different people and so many different things happening, the dark, I mean, there just has to be inherently darkness. Like you're coming to a place where you're, you know, 99% chance you're going to fail to whatever that is. And then you have to kind of, uh, you know, kind of take ownership of that in, in any way that you do. But there's going to be, there's just going to be so many downsides and dark sides and hidden things. And you take all that desperation, you take all that darkness and all that despondence, and you put it in a very short time frame in a very small area. You have that pressure cooker and you can't help but to not have things be haunted and it be kind of like almost tangible in a sense. And that's kind of what, how I've kind of, uh, kind of, you know, kind of uh, analyzed it because I'm a skeptic, you know, inherently mm -hmm. a skeptic. So I don't really go into things being like, that's haunted. Look at that. Oh, that's haunted over there. And I, but I think that's for mm -hmm. me the best because I take things for as they come. And that's how I've rationalized and the, the why to how that might be. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I feel like even expanding it, not even just you know, the pressure, but, uh, but trauma and expectation. And if you think of, you know, haunted, you think of like hu human energy as a, a campfire or something and ghosts are like the embers or the, uh, the ash, you know, like there's just like, it's these charged up lives. these like this, this fire in people to come out here. Like, you know, unless you're part of like the Tongva or the, a native tribe here you don't have a lot of history. You have a lot riding on your experience here. You are coming out here for a reason. It's kind of like the early Americas um, uh, and, and immigrants coming from Europe as, you know, trying to, you know, find and pursue religious freedom. It's like you, you're coming out here for a purpose. There's a lot riding on that. There's a lot of things happening within you and you have to be the sort of person that is able to make that and and take that risk and i think that brings a lot of people here and a lot of like again whatever you think about uh what haunted is or what ghosts are there's a there's a charged nature to all of that and that energy for sure lives here in a lot of the um newer and older buildings yeah i definitely feel that i feel the energy <laughs> Woo! Woo! spooky <laughs> well maybe our listeners have their own theories but i think those are some really good ones to go on um thank you both so much for being here today this was a treat and a delight and a like a Pleasure was great all mine. halloween thank episode you. yeah thank yeah you. thanks for letting me tag along both of you anytime all right so um 
our guests today were Jason Horton and Rebecca Lieb. Thank you again. Uh, Jason's new book, Abandoned, wait, let me get the title right. Abandoned in Historic Los Angeles, Neon and Beyond uh, is out now. You can order it from Skylight. And uh, Jason, maybe would you be down to come and sign some? People were interested. Absolutely, yeah. This I've been practicing never. my my cool signatures. <laughs> they're different. They're, I've signed a bunch of books already, and they're all different. Why can I just settle <laughs> yeah. on? I was like, this is a dumb one. This is not a cool signature. Also, uh, every time you someone wants your signature, you act surprised. You're like, what and why? Yeah, so I, I get used to it. the book. Yeah. So I, I absolutely, <laughs> I would come and do. Uh, yeah. I, uh, and I'm available. It's weird how that. How that works out. <laughs> all right. I'm holding you to that tomorrow. Jason. <laughs> all right everybody uh thank you all so much for listening uh we'll catch you at the next skylit episode in just a couple of days thank you for listening to the skylight books podcast series please don't forget to visit our website at skylightbooks.com and make sure to follow us on twitter and instagram also don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for more author talks and bookseller conversations you can find us on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Stay safe and healthy, and we hope to see you back in our store soon. I see.